0: Welcome to a special edition of the Jacksonville Bar Association podcast. My name is Craig Shoup. I'm the the executive director here at the Jacksonville Bar. And today we have Angie Campbell, who is the publisher of the Jacksonville Daily Record with us today to talk about a very important and pressing issue facing our uh, Northeast Florida, not just our legal community, but our community as a whole. Um, So before we dive in a little bit though, Angie, tell us a little bit about the Daily Record and a little bit of its history.
1: So the Daily Record has served the Duval County for 111 years. Um, Today's my 26th year anniversary, Um, and uh, we exist to provide valuable service we're trusted um, for our accuracy and um, service to the community generally the legal and business community um, that's our focus you
0: said 111 years
1: 111 years
0: um, been an institution especially in our downtown community and one of the biggest services it provides our business community and our legal community is public notices yes and there's been a lot of different things going on in the public notice world over the last couple of years between some legislative things in Tallahassee and now recently the, um, the council president at the request of the mayor has introduced some legislation to make some changes here locally in Jacksonville. What's, what's going on there?
1: I know from many years of experience that um, a lot goes into that, right? Um, you have to ensure that public notice is accurate that it's done according to the law. And we, again, as the foundation of what the daily record came into existence for in 1912 was for that purpose alone. And so um, to think that um, the city can do it cheaper and easier and more effective than our staff at the Jacksonville daily record really to me, is a joke, honestly. And I'm not trying to be rude at all. It's <laughs> in my gut as a taxpayer here in Duval County. I grew up in Jacksonville. I love this city. Um, but on the business side, there really is a full transparency. There really is a huge impact to us on the business level.
0: Well, let's, let's, go, let's back up a little bit, though. Let's okay. talk to people about what goes into you guys actually producing a public notice. Okay, And what it takes and what all you guys have to do to make that happen.
1: Sure. Um, So when an attorney or in this case, let's just talk about the city, Mm -hmm. they have a zoning notice. They send us those zoning notices. We have to ensure that it is typeset, that it is proofread, that it uh, is going to publish in a specific timely manner. Once it publishes, it has to go in print. It must go on jacksdailyrecord.com. It also has to be uploaded to the statewide website, floridapublicnotices.com. We have to ensure that um, we meet certain requirements. Um, We must be read uh, by an audience of more than 10% of the county. In the last 30 days, in Duval County alone, our audience exceeded 50%. Of the households in Duval County. We have to ensure that um, we meet all of the requirements for the United States Postal Service as a periodical mail. Um, we have to ensure that we have a minimum of 10 publicly accessible locations um, throughout the county if we publish public notice. We have a hundred and fifty free rack locations in business areas throughout the region. We don't meet the law. We exceed the law in every area that we do. Everything that we do, that staff, um, we are above board, far beyond. And I'm sure above. there's a
0: few times the city has sent y'all a notice a time or two that y'all have caught an error or a issue or something that you guys can go back to the city and say, hey, we caught this. Is this a Is this a change we need to make? And then in turn, it saves the taxpayers money for not having to rerun the notice with the correction.
1: On a very regular basis.
0: So what does the city now want to do instead of this time-trusted process? What does the city want to do now in its place?
1: You know, when when legislation rolled out, the mayor's office apparently uh, went to work to figure out how they could do it cheaper and easier. And they took the word... Of their IT department, that they could do it at, at no cost. They have the infrastructure, and they're they're ready to do it. Um, they didn't want to meet with me. They didn't want to have any discussions um, about the process. I had been talking with council um, for months um, on it. This is being pushed by the mayor's office, so. Um, their, their plan is to roll it out online.
0: And we're assuming that it's, A, going to work, and that it will have all the proofreaders and all the stuff that you guys handle, that they will be able to mirror that. But they Have they given any information on how they plan to do that?
1: Brian Hughes went on record with Mike Mendenhall on March 13th. Mike is our government affairs associate editor. And Brian said that they've confirmed they could do it easier and cheaper, that they have all of the requirements, um, that they have the capacity and the right people to manage, and they meet all of the requirements. Um, I don't think so. (laughs) They haven't met... The first requirement, state law says, chapter 50, Florida statute says, that if a government agency wants to put public notice on their own website or a third party designated website, that they first have to confirm that they can do it less expensively than what they pay newspapers. Brian Hughes said in that same interview that it could save the taxpayers a half a million dollars. But the city, reported last year paying $166,000. 150 of that was to the daily record and 17,000 to the Times Union. They have done zero cost analysis. They, ha- How can they meet the law of doing public notice if they can't meet the law to make this determination? Furthermore, City Council filed in Local Ordinance 230187, City Council finding states that they have ascertained, determined, found, and declared that the city's cost to maintain a publicly accessible website in in compliance with state law is less than the cost to publish. How do they do that if they don't do a cost analysis? How have you done that? Um, I understand that the city's IT department confirmed that there was no cost But it's simply not true there's a cost to do business.
0: I know in your recent um, piece that you wrote in the daily record you went over what some of those probably estimated costs of what would cost the city to do it. Mm -hmm. Tell our folks here what those numbers kind of look what your estimated numbers for the city to do that look like.
1: In a rough estimate um, based on labor cost based on whatever it is going to be to maintain, develop Um, and manage the databases that they're going to have to manage. I don't know what those costs are going to be, but I I can estimate what their labor costs are going to be, how many notices they do per week. Um, We've we've been doing this for 100 years, right? So I have a pretty good idea. Um, And if only 1%, uh, one requirement that the city will have One and only requirement that the city will have in this is that they have to uh, maintain a registry for Duval County property owners and residents that anybody who wants to receive notification by email or first class mail can register um, to be able to receive that. So if 1% of Duval County's uh, population decides that they want to receive notices by first-class mail, they're well over $353,000. Again, last year, confirmed by the city, they paid newspapers $166,000.
0: So just at the postage cost alone, right. it costs the city more.
1: And labor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's. I mean, but, that's the bottom dollar here. Right. The city says they're trying to save money is it really a cost savings? And it looks like the daily record has shown it's not.
1: They've done zero work to ensure that it would cost the taxpayers less. Actually, I believe that they've almost gone out of their way to disprove that. Um, and again, it's, it's just not lawful. The first, the very first provision in that state law mandates that they, that they check the cost.
0: So I know there's always a legislative summary in every city council ordinance. Talk a little about what's going on in that and the with this specific issue.
1: Sure, um, the research department of the city has since um, filed a bill summary with that legislative with that legislation for finance for fiscal impact. Um, they have noted a nominal cost for website maintenance and development and maintenance of the registry. The notification registry and the cost of the mailing and email requirements they're going to split that up amongst all of the different divisions within the city Um, and each agency would be responsible for those costs associated with it so
0: and then i know there's other yes
1: they they do understand there's a cost it's not free it's not free
0: and then I know there's some other things going on in Tallahassee. What's going on in Tallahassee with this issue on a more statewide level?
1: So um, right now uh, in this session, Senate Bill 1316 is moving through. Um, now it's, it's current session, right? So we don't know uh, the outcome of what that bill is going to be. However, um, that would eliminate the option of notices that are paid by people or reimbursed by people to be published on the government's website. So those notices are your zoning notices, they're tax notices, they are um,
0: the majority.
1: Auctions, real estate auctions, right? So the city really is then only able to post bids and ordinances on their own website. Does the mayor's office even know about the current legislation um, when they're trying to make these kinds of decisions? And lastly, you know, bottom line, Curry's on his way out, right? This is not going to fall at his feet. Um, It's going to fall at the feet of our council members and the new mayor, but more importantly, it's going to be paid by us, by us, the taxpayers. We are going to pay the cost for this. And there is a cost for this.
0: There's always a cost for, it seems like, everything. And I think that's the bottom line here is mm-hmm. where's the best value for the taxpayers of Duval County for public notices? Is it the daily record? Is it the city doing it itself? I think you've shown us it's a cheaper from all the estimates you've been able to show and put together. It's really cheaper to do it with the daily record who's been... Not just a long-time partner of the Duval County, but a long-time partner of the Jackson Bar. We all know the Bar Bulletin is published every month in the Daily Record. It is a partnership between us and the Daily Record for
1: since nineteen twenty-six. Nineteen twenty-six.
0: So it's we
1: love our lawyers.
0: We all we all love the lawyers. We love and we love the Daily Record. Um, So I would say if you are really interested in this topic, um, it looks like a a lot of our membership it can affect. um, Reach out to Angie at the Daily Record. Angie, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
1: Um, call. 356-2467 is my direct line. Email me, Campbell at jacksdailyrecord.com. More importantly, reach out to the mayor's office. Reach out to your council members. Tell them this is a bad idea. Um, when it goes to public hearings, make your voice heard. If you do not agree with this, help us in opposing ordinance number 20230187.
0: Well, again, we appreciate Angie and the Daily Record and all their contributions to our community, to our legal community, to our again community at large, and their partnership with us and so many other organizations throughout Jacksonville. Uh, We thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you on our next episode.